Tonight's episode is sponsored by Mountain Sea Blast, the energy drink that also has a starring role in a hit Broadway show. When last we met, there was a burst of radiance, and there, standing tall, wielding a weapon of glowing light in his hand, stood the ever-popular Trevor Ebbs. Mr. Ebbs, what is it that you're holding? Oh, man. It's like a short sword. But, like, the top fell off, and it's held there by, like, a chain, and there's spikes coming off of it, and I whip it around in a circle. I'd like you to roll to act under pressure. All right, cool, man. Well, a five and a six is an 11, and act under pressure is cool for a one. Make it a 12. You don't accidentally clip your two compatriots. I'm sorry. Your three compatriots, as you whirl it around in a goofy manner. Well, that's going to take some getting used to. Hey, hey what, what's that you're doing there? That doesn't look like it has anything to do with Mountain Sea Blast. No, man. This has everything to do with Mountain Sea Blast. Or... Everything to do with getting rid of Sea Blast, because, you know, and then I smash something with it. What do you smash with it? Did you say they were loading kegs or something, or like cases, or boxes? Yes, they're loading, uh, they're unloading trucks full of Mountain Sea Blast. Yeah, so like, I'm gonna hit one of the things. And it shatters open. So good at this. Oh man, this is, this is gonna be tough. Hey everybody, plan B! At this point, one of them pops open one of the boxes, and they all grab a can of Mountain Sea Blast. And they go to drink. I knew my descendant had a good plan. Did you see that, Father O'Malley? I'm so proud of him, embracing his inner knighthood like that. I'm coming, my dear descendant, to battle! I charge in to either cut the soda out of their hands, cut the hands out of the soda, whatever works. Roll to act under pressure. Well, in a remarkable case of scenarios, a three and a four make a seven. So even with my cool plus zero, it's not a failure. You rush forward and swing your mighty sword at the aluminum cans in their hands, and you are able to slice up several of them. Not all of them, though. The men whose cans you've sliced up scream and run off like children. Approximately half of them, though, are able to begin chugging this foul demonic substance. They swallow it. They grin. They look at all of you. And then they start belching uncontrollably. I put my the face mask of my, uh, of my helmet in and push it in to kind of vacuum seal my suit. Really seals in the flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were these dudes, like, loading this stuff into a room? Is there, like, a building behind them with the door? Yes, they're loading it directly into one of the processing plants. All right, man. I cartwheel in there. Bye, guys. I'd like you to roll to act under pressure. Okay. Well, the one and the two is a three. That's not good for me. So you get to mark off an experience point. Hooray! You cartwheel forward, and one of these folks leans right in and belches in your face. Uh. 
take one harm that bypasses armor. That's extra gross. In addition, you have minus one forward to all sight-based rolls until you do something to stop your eyes from watering. This is like a very, very sweet, tasty pepper spray. I fall to the ground and scream like a girl and start, like, wiping my eyes out. Father O'Malley, it seems like you might need an invitation. No, no, I'm just waiting to see uh, how this is all played out. I'm going to go over and get Ebbs to stop rolling on the ground and get him set up and try to help him up. And, you know, Trevor, just because you've been touched by the light of the Lord in some strange new way doesn't necessarily mean that you should cartwheel everywhere you go. Uh, I understand your overwhelming joy of the transformation he has granted you, but it is okay to walk before you run. And then I will hand him my handkerchief so he can dab at his eyes. Thanks, man. And I crab walk into the room. Roll to act under pressure. Well, four to five is a nine. And my one makes that a ten. So you scurry on forward with your crab walk. And you go right between the legs of the Mountain Sea Blast mascot. Hey, hey, where do you think you're going there? Come on, man, this way. As he turns to wonder where it is, Ebbs is off to. I'm just going to push him over. Um, like over Ebbs, you know what I mean? Roll to act under pressure. Well, a four and a one is a five. My cool is a one, so that's a six. So I'm going to go ahead and mark a point of experience. Gotcha. You begin to push this sotalacrum, and your hands begin to sink into the snow on the mountaintop of his suit. It feels cold and chilly, as though your hands are reaching in through real snow. And you appear to be adhered to this. Oh man, you you, you should have just taken the soda when you had the chance. I, I... Now, I, I guess I can't be held responsible for what happens. Son, given the choices you've clearly made in your life up to this point, no one should hold you responsible for anything. But... I do apologize beforehand. Uh, the last one of your ilk that we encountered died a violent, horrible death, and it would appear that your maker has much the same planned for you. Well, I don't think he was quite as hungry as me. And at this point, his head just kind of splits in two down the middle. And most of his upper torso turns into this giant gaping maw that reaches forward to chomp upon you. Am I still adhered to it? Yes. Better in than out, I suppose. I'm going to push my way forward and try to drive it to the ground. Roll to act under pressure. All right. A five and a three is an eight, plus my cool of one is a nine. So, with a nine, uh, you take three harm, but you do drive it into the ground. All right, I'm going to reduce that by one, thanks to armor. And it begins trying to swallow you. I jump up to where they are. There are several soded-up goons in between you and them. It appears teamwork will be in order. Come, Og! Let us show them what a knight can do. 
And I will fight my way to Father O'Malley. Roll to kick some ass. Uh, five and a five is ten, plus my tough of three for thirteen. So the first one that steps up to try to reach you, uh, you cleave in two. But two more of them rush in and start to pummel you with heavy blows to your body. Take two harm. Uh, with their old-fashioned weapons and my armor, I suffer no harm. And as an additional effect to my attack, I would actually like to force my opponents where I want them, which is giving a clear line for Og. So, you throw some people to either side, make a clear line for Og. Og steps forward, picks one up, and bites his head off. No, Og, the, the, the one that looks of the false idol... Of evil worship. Go for that one. The one attacking the good father. He looks at you. He looks back to the body in his hand. Looks back to you. And then slowly, like a dog, knowing it's misbehaving, takes another bite. Ah, 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 ah. So I go in the door, since, you know, everybody has everything handled out there. And I start destroying the cases of stuff in the room. Hey, what are you doing there? Is there another Sodalaka of the moment here? There's two of them. They've got some sort of machine that has maybe 20 boxes of concentrated mountain sea blast plugged into it. That is, in turn, plugged into the water supply. We're not going to let you ruin our, our plans here. No, no, we're definitely going to stop you. They both strike Kung Fu poses. The two of them shimmy a few steps away from each other. Are you ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. They square off. They strike a stranger kung fu pose. They shimmy back towards each other just a little bit. And then touch fingertips. Oh, I wasn't planning on that. There's a burst of light. And where once was a pair of sotalacrums is now a ten foot tall humanoid mountain. It has large cartoonish muscular arms and legs and in place of a human head coming out of the mascot costume is just a very grizzled angry face built into the mountain well this stuff's super flammable so I'd light my zippo and toss it and run roll the act under pressure five and a two is a seven and my cool one makes an eight so you can throw the lighter and have it land amidst the mountain sea blast. Or you can dodge this thing's incoming fist. I get the lighter where it needs to be. Okay. The lighter lands amidst the cardboard boxes holding the concentrated packages of mountain sea blast. And begins to slowly set fire to them. Meanwhile, this big thing reaches down, grabs you, and begins slamming you into the ground. Take four harm. I can't do that. But I can spend a point of luck and not take any of that harm. So, as it's slamming you repeatedly into the concrete floor, into the metal supports of the building, the glowing aura of energy that you projected before protects you once again. 
and despite the large chunks of concrete missing out of the ground and the large dents and bends in the support structures, you are miraculously unharmed. Back to the outside. Father Romelli, uh, you are climbing into this sotalacrum? Well, I forced myself into its maw. It is trying to swallow me. But as it does so, I will rear up and say, But now, this is what the Lord says. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. And then I will attempt to banish this evil thing whose mouth I am inside Gotcha. Make your banish roll. Alright, so a 5 and a 3 is an 8, and plus my tough of 2 is a 9. So, on a 7 to 9, it takes a little while for the banishing to take effect. The creature has time to make one or two actions. So, the flesh begins melting away into a noxious green vapor. Oh no, I I was gonna go see Disney next week! He tries to fishhook you to get you off of him. While I'm still there, I'm just going to stand back up to my full height and just stomp down inside of its mouth. Roll to kick some ass. A five and a three, again, is an eight. Uh, plus my tough of two is a nine. Could you do that math again for me? Mm-hmm. Um, I could, but it would be the same, except that it would be a ten. Okay, so you can choose one additional effect. I would like to take less harm. Okay, so you are able to get up off of this creature and begin stomping on it mercilessly as its body slowly, gruesomely melts away into a green puddle. An angry-looking, vaporous spirit rises from it and kind of dissolves in the wind. Sir Osmond. That's clouds disappearing is a sign of our victory. You two don't stand a chance. And I will attempt to do away with the two belching men in front of me. Roll to kick some ass. Welp, a four and a two is six. Plus my tough of three make a nine. Okay, so you step forward and strike another one down. He kind of ruptures and you're splashed by some of the green goo coming out of him. Take one harm that defeats armor. Og notices you're injured. He runs over to you. Uh. And tries to pat you down with a moist towelette. You're not exactly Uh. sure where he got it from, but it is indeed there in his hands. What? Og, no, if uh, you are to clean the armor before the battle, not or after the battle, not during the, the... This man, here, attacking this man. Sark! The last of the soda-enhanced humans, seeing that the odds have shifted entirely away from his favor, begins to flee. And the two of you... Uh. I'm sorry. The three of you... Uh. Here... Shouting and screaming from inside the building. Well, gentlemen, I see we must be going. And then I'll take off towards the building. Young Trevor must have them on the ropes. It is time to finish this once and for all. And I bravely enter. So real quick, when I spent that point of luck to live. Yes. I have a new move, actually, called I'm here for a reason. There's something I'm destined to do. Work out the details with the keeper based on your fate. 
You cannot die until it comes to pass. If you die in play, then you must spend a luck point. You then somehow recover or be returned to life. Once your task is done or you use up all your luck, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that would be a better point where I was like, I don't take any of the damage. Like I do take the damage, but I did the move. I'm here for a reason. Okay. Yeah. So you definitely died, but you can't die. Correct. And I believe there is another aspect of that where your fate comes into play whenever you spend luck. Yeah, man. So, though your vision is a little bit hazy from the concussion you might be now suffering from, you do see the good father and Sir Osmond make their way inside of the building. Oh, and as a side note, as we are running towards the building, I do open my gym bag and remove my broadsword. Okay. The three who are outside rush into the building and see this massive mountainous creature slowly squeezing Trevor Ebbs to death in its hand. And then you hear a voice from the catwalks up above. So, you've finally come. You've been messing up my plans for far too long, but now, now we get to have our showdown. And you look up to see Max Silver glaring down at you with a wicked grin on his face. Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 18's Mid. The Middle. This is, as always, our mid-episode reminder that you folks can check out Expeditions of the Extra Normal on all your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Apple iStore, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many others. And we at the Umbral Theater are also very excited to remind you of an upcoming show. Stick around after the show, folks. Because we're going to have a little teaser episode for the upcoming show called Weirdwood Preparatory Academy. Weirdwood is going to be a fun show about monsters in high school. Think Vampire Diaries and Twilight and that sort of nonsense. And we do want to just remind you folks that that show will be mature rated. Uh, It will not be as family friendly as Expeditions of the Extra Normal, but it will be just as fun. And now, back to the show. I know you've been after me for a while, but here we are, and I've got the high ground, and a super subtle acro. But the one thing you are lacking is honor, and virtue, and any sense of good and dignity in your entire body. Well, I guess I'm just going to go home and cry into my piles of money. He begins his maniacal laugh. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. He has a much more natural, maniacal laugh. Meanwhile, Trevor Ebbs is gripped in the giant, massive paw of this super sodalacrum. Og. Osmond. Save Ebbs. I've got something else to do. And then I'm gonna go over to the machine you said was pumping the soda into the water supply. You notice that the boxes of soda in it are starting to catch fire. Oof. Well, I am going to say a prayer. Blessed are you, Lord, all-powerful God, who in Christ, the living water of salvation, blessed and transformed us. Grant that when we are sprinkled with this water, or make use of it, we will be refreshed inwardly by the power of the Holy Spirit and continue to walk in new life we received at baptism. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 
and I will sanctify the city's water supply. Do you have a move to do this, or is this... This is just me being a priest. Okay. Roll to act under pressure. And a 5 and a 6 makes an 11, plus my cool of 1 makes a 12. You feel very good about this. You don't get any feedback beyond the delight in your heart. Your faith feeds you, and you will take one forward to all rolls for the remainder of this scene. Upon having the trust of the Father put in me and my uh, dutiful companion, Og? We'll see about the dutiful part, but I look up to where young Trevor is being held aloft in the monstrous grip, and I leap to sever that entire arm. Now, you've got two choices here. You can roll to act under pressure, or you can roll to kick some ass. It's going to be harder to do this if you're trying to kick some ass. Fortune has favored the bold, and I have trained for this. I am going to do this the violent way. Roll to kick some ass. A five and a six make for eleven, plus my tough of three for fourteen. Sounds good. And for an additional effect? For an additional effect, I would like to gain the advantage by giving plus one forward to Trevor, putting him in the best position he can upon his descent. So, with a mighty leap, you jump up and slash through this creature's thick, mountainy arm. It falls, collapsing, clattered to the ground, and there is a spray of greenish liquid straight from the shoulder. Take two harm that defeats armor. So be it. However, as the arm hits the ground, its grip slackens, and Trevor Ebbs is once again free. Oh, cool, man. So, uh, you know, being squished to death is not cool. And I use my new short sword to, uh, hit him in the face. Aiming for the mountain? Yes. Okay, roll to kick some ass. Well, uh, five and a four is a nine. And my tough of zero makes it a nine. But you do have plus one forward from me giving you the advantage. Which makes it a ten. So you throw this blade directly at its face and chunk off a huge portion of its nose. It just slides slowly off and falls to the ground, melting as it does. It, however, with its left arm, picks up the right and clubs you with it. As my bonus move, I'd like to suffer one less harm. You take three harm. Oh, yay. And it knocks you cleanly off your feet. Okay, so two because I get the one less harm, and one less harm because of my resilience. Oh, I'm sorry. It was four before that. Oh, so still two harm, though, because of my resilience. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. And my weapon is uh, three harm, holy, magic, spike. Okay. Not holy, magic, spike, sharp. You cleaved a big chunk into this thing. I did. Then I cartwheel away. Max Silver scowls. Oh, well, and I guess I have to do everything myself. And he reaches into his jacket and produces a large chalice that is glowing faintly white. Hawk. 
Say it isn't so! You think you've got all the cool tricks, all the cool toys. No. I am going to destroy you. And he begins to drink from the chalice. As he's bringing the cup up to his lips, I reach into my breast pocket, producing his solid steel business card he handed me the first time I met him, and throw it at the back of his hand. Roll to act under pressure. All right, a five and a four is a nine. My plus one forward through the scene is a ten, and my cool um, is also a one, so it's an eleven. The business card strikes into the back of his hand and sinks in deep. He shrieks and drops the cup, which falls from the catwalk. My eyes do not leave it, and I will leap to catch it wherever it has fallen. Roll to act under pressure. A three and a two is a five, but I would like to spend a luck point to successfully do as I intended. You run, you leap, and just before the chalice hits the pavement, you catch it. It feels much lighter than you expected. I keep it close. I keep it safe. But there are more important things at hand. Max shouts out, Ah! Kill it! Kill the knight! Kill him and bring me the chalice! The large creature spins and hurls its severed limb in your direction. I... Attempt to get out of the way of the large limb, flying in my direction. <laughs> Roll to act under pressure. A six and a three is a nine, plus my cool of zero. With a nine, you're able to duck behind one of the tanks of water, and the arm crashes into it smashing the reservoir and it begins to just flood and pour into the area. You are taken clean off of your feet and water starts to flood the room. As the water starts rushing in, I'm going to rush forward one hand grabbing around Osmond, the other grabbing around Ebbs and just trying to maneuver them up onto the catwalk. Well, they're nowhere near each other. Well, I'm going to save Osmond then, because he's got the grail. I'm going to need you to roll to act under pressure. All right. I am going to use the move that I picked up on my last level, bottle it up, to take a plus two to this act under pressure roll, and that will give you, James, two minus one forwards on any non-act under pressure rolls I take for the remainder of the session. You got it. All right, so a, f a four and a one, which is my dice roll, is a five. Plus my cool of one is a six. Plus my plus one um, from the sanctifying is a seven. Plus my plus two is a nine. With a nine, you are able to drag Sir Osmond to the base of the stairs and pull him up. However, the rush of water knocks over the device that was pumping the mountain sea blast into the water supply. The fires go out, and the bags start leaking. Ebs, I would try and figure out some way to stop that mountain sea blast and get yourself out of this room. So there should be, like, a control panel around here somewhere for, like, when hazardous materials 
somehow get into the system and a button next to it to make things stop in case of an emergency. I'm going to go find that button and slap it. Act under pressure. Okay. You are going to take a minus one penalty to this roll because it is difficult to move in the room as the water continues to rise. Okay. Well, a six and a two is an eight. Minus one is a seven. Plus one for my cool makes it an eight. Okay. You run over and there is an emergency shutdown button. Hooray! Slap. As you slap it, the door slams shut and all drainage in the room closes up. The water begins filling faster. Well, I parkour to the ceiling. Act under pressure. Acting under pressure. Well, a two and a two is a four. And my act under pressure for a cool one is a five. For a five. Mark an experience point. Okay. As you are swept off of your feet and against the wall of the building as the water is pouring and pumping in. You are stuck. And the water level is still rising. Father O'Malley, as you're huffing and puffing, dragging... Sir Osmond, out of the water. You are attacked. Max Silver is standing slightly higher on the stairs than you bringing down an iron pipe towards your head. There's no time for subtlety. I punch him directly in the penis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Roll to kick some ass with a minus one penalty. I'm going to use a point of luck to score a 12. You connect firmly uh, with his genitals, and what would you like your additional effect to be? I'm going to put him where I want him. I'm going to just throw him over the catwalk. Oh, you just come up right into his groin before you can bring down the pipe, grab him by the back of his shirt and the seat of his pants, and hurl him into the water. As I see this happen, my eyes scan the room and look for Og. Og is... Well, now that the water is deep enough, all you can see of Og is his fin. And yes, he is heading straight towards Max Silver. And I say, loudly enough to hear, but not necessarily a yell. Get redemption! Sark! And you all watch as Max Silver is devoured. The water, however, continues to rise. Ebbs, you're struggling to breathe. The water is up over your head now. I take a deep breath, and I go under the water, and I try to unstick my foot. Roll to act under pressure. Roll to act under pressure. Two and two's a four. My one for a cool makes it a five. Well, we're going to have you mark another experience point. Cool, man. As you begin to drown, O'Malley, Osmond... You're not sure where Ebbs is. You saw him pulled under the water, but he is gone. And the water continues to rise. I look to Father O'Malley. Your sword, does its magics keep it aflame, even underwater? As far as I know, I've never tested it in anything quite this deep, but certainly it didn't go out in the bathtub. I offer the chalice. A trade for now, that I may get us out of this terrible situation. I will cling to this with my life. As well you should. And I will take his sword of flames, and in my suit of locked-in, closed armor, go to the bottom and sink. 
you are under the water with a flaming sword. You can see very well. You're going to have to roll to read a bad situation to find out where Ebbs is. A four and a two is six, plus my sharp of plus one for seven. With a seven, you get to hold one and ask me a question. Well, I suppose what's the best way to protect the victim in this case? Well, the best way... The quickest way is to maybe cut off his leg. But you might be able to move the large piece of machinery that's partially caught on him. I'm going to try to save the leg and push the machinery up. If not all the way, then at least enough that he can jimmy his leg out. Well, he uh, appears to be unconscious is part of the problem. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, man. ¿Por qué no las dos? I'm going to attempt to lift the machinery up and try to, as, as at the same time, push him, lift him up and out. Roll to act under pressure. Uh, my best skill. Well, with a five and a one, that is a six plus my cool of zero. And that's all I get is the, is the six. You begin to run out of air. Take one damage. Defeating armor. So here's the fun part. With one point of damage, that fills all of my harm blocks. However, since the six failed, I would get an experience point, and I level up. What are you doing with that experience point? I'm going to have to say that I take the point of plus one in cool and spend a luck point to not drown here. I mean, I think it would have been smarter to spend the luck point to succeed in the roll. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's, all well, that's all well and good, but... The fun thing now is that leg's coming off. So I'm taking the flaming sword and with tears falling behind the the iron helmet I cut the foot. With that, you were able to free up Trevor Ebbs and swim with him to the surface. He is still unconscious, but he looks like he is still alive. And on the plus side, the wound's cauterized. Yes, it is. And I'm going to sink back down again. Uh, trying to find Og this time as well. Og is in a little bit of a feeding frenzy. He might not be the safest person to be around right now. Og also doesn't appear to have to worry about drowning. This as well. I'm going to land at the bottom. I'm going to take the flaming sword that I'm borrowing from the good father and try to cut a hole open, however large I can, into the side of this chamber. And you're going back underwater to do this? Yes. Taking a deep breath. Roll to act under pressure. Well, a one and a one, also known as snake eyes, <laughs> uh, is not acceptable in this current situation. I'm going to have to t spend a luck point <laughs> to succeed in this. 
lest I drown again. So I will spend a luck point and have the result, instead of being a three, be a twelve. Well, this magical flaming broadsword tears through the metal walls of this building like butter. And with the pressure from the water built up behind it, maybe a full third of the wall on this side of the building rips open and the water begins flooding out. You are able to hold on to something uh, stuck to the ground, probably some pipes, to avoid being carried away. I, I strike the sword into the ground and hold it fast to prevent myself from being carried away by the wave. Perfect. And a minute or two later, the water has left the building. Now, the only creature that I think I know was Og, because Og was swimming around in a frenzy. Is he no longer in this building? Is he on the oh, on the floor? Og is there. Okay. As is this mountainous creature who appears to have drowned in the water. Oh. Appeared to have drowned in the water. It's starting to move. I'm just stabbing away at it <laughs> instinctively. Father nope, O'Malley. Nope, nope, nope. Yes? Is there anything you'd like to be doing during this? As the water rushes out, I will rush down the stairs to Ebbs and... I will attempt to heal him with uh, my lay on hands. Make the roll. Yep, that is a three and a one for a four, plus my cool of one is a five. So nothing happens. Well, you're standing over the poor, injured Trevor Ebbs, who looks as though he... Might not be long for this world. Is there anything else you'd like to try? I will attempt uh, CPR. Try to get the water out of his lungs. Roll to act under pressure. Whew, that's a little bit better. Uh, six and a one is a seven, plus my cool of one is an eight. Well, he comes up some water and begins breathing, but barely. If he doesn't get immediate attention, he will probably die. I will scoop him up in my arms and uh, run back out into the facility. I assume that... And how are you carrying the chalice? Um, crap. I will pick Ebbs up over my shoulder on one side while holding the chalice in the other hand. And then run back out into the water salinization plant and looking around, find the on-site medical facility. I'm sure it's not a modern hospital, but they should at least have some medicines that might be able to stabilize them. They might, but as you get down off of the catwalk, you too see this mountainous beast rising again to its full height. It growls and reaches towards you.
Weirdwood Preparatory Academy, the best English-speaking boarding school in Eastern Europe. Built on an old U.S. military base, your kids are safe here with a 15% lower fatality rate than last year. We do more than teach your students the three R's. We get them ready for a long, healthy life as functioning members of society. We know you love your little monsters, so we treat them as if they were our own. Of course, mistakes do sometimes happen. After all, we're only human.